Welcome everybody to the newest, oh wait, this isn't Pillow Talk today guys, Pillow Talk has been postponed till next week. What you have here is exclusive footage, no, bug-sclusive footage of me and Bugman from a lost podcast that never saw the light of day. Fortunately, I was only able to find about 20 minutes, but it's me and the Bugman discussing a heist. Now right now, Uncle Howard's on his own heist. He's trying to, he's trying to recreate the uh, National Treasure movie starring Nicolas Cage because he's believing those are nonfiction. So while Uncle Howard's looking for treasure off in Washington D.C., listen to me and Bugman discuss our own heist. Enjoy. So last I was talking to you, um, we were both planning a heist, the heist of the planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. Do you remember this heist oh. that we were planning? Because I'm actually now I'm thinking that we should put our money where our, our mouth is and get the DJ Qualls wardrobe from the planet Hollywood in Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida. Nobody understands if this was a national, this is a bigger thing than national treasure. What do you, what do you think about this plan? Of now ours? I've been saying for the longest time, we need to form a team. The DJ quail shirt from road trip, uh, 2001. Is it, if I'm correct, that's been, you know, I always said that belongs in a museum and now it's in the next best thing. And now I'm saying I want it out of that museum. I want it for, I want it for our own documentation because I don't trust Planet Hollywood with that kind of artifact of that importance. Let them keep the Gerard Butler tuxedo from uh, what's that one called? Um, oh, they they have the they have the Olympus has fallen Olympus uh, tuxedo. Fallen. But actually, now Franklin, I have to stop you right there because uh, we have to do a fact check. This movie actually came out in the year two thousand, um, and okay. I think. Road Trip, the temperament of Road Trip has the pre-9-11 hubris that I've grown to expect from uh, year 2000 movies. Now I'm talking, of course, about Britney Spears' Crossroads. I'm talking about <laughs> about Road Trip. But the thing about Road Trip is that the, the outfit of D A, it's DJ Qualls, which this is a rarity. He actually became a Gucci model at some point. B, we have Todd Phillips. This is one of his early hit films, and now he's going to be... Um, doing the new Joker movie. This is for posterity. We have to protect the DJ Qualls road trip Atari shirt and pants outfit that he did, um, that he did his little secret handshake in from the man themselves. It's like, just does Disney have to own everything? They buy no. Marvel. Now they're buying Fox. They have to own the DJ Qualls outfit from Planet Hollywood. I mean, there's that's come one on. thing. That's one thing they don't deserve to have. I don't care for them even coming close to it. I mean, once they buy a Planet Hollywood, which, let's face it, it's inevitable. It's in Disney Springs. It's literally on their property. You know, I don't feel comfortable. Well, that, and, and I also think that might be one of the biggest properties that they will be acquiring after the Muppets and Star Wars would be the final two franchises of, of Planet Hollywood. I think there's one in Dubai. Oh, yeah, um, okay. There's a Planet Hollywood. Oddly, there is no Planet Hollywood in Planet Hollywood Casino in Vegas. <laughs> so that's, that's so a, weird. That's a weird one that there actually is no. And and the only Planet Hollywood in Vegas is in Caesar's Palace. Well, I of course. I, even, I asked them if there was a Planet Hollywood in Planet Hollywood, and they laughed at me they like laughed I was an idiot. <laughs> yes. Um, so then you only also have the Dubai Planet Hollywood and then – of course, the Orlando, the biggest one of all, the Big Mama. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we're talking about we're talking about the three story Disney 
Dizzy Springs. Now, the who you know, of course, Franklin. What? Yes. We track down when there are the final things in the existence. Not only do we track down Planet Hollywoods, but you've done some research tracking down the infamous, um, elusive Episode One Pepsi machine with Anakin wearing his pod racing outfit. Um, for those of you, we will show we'll show the picture right now um, uh, later on the website of these machines. I'm sure you remember them; they're everywhere. But th- there's a few left, right? Right, Frank. There's more than a few. There oh. might there might be double digit locations, as far as I know. I know one exactly in Pittsburgh near a fire station. That uh, a it's good not near a mall. It's near a fire station. It's near a fire station. I mean, it's not like they're in like populated uh, locations. Uh, you know, a university uh, always updates their Pepsi machine, so it wouldn't be there. It would be like a discarded mechanic's garage would normally be where uh, you know, an episode one Pepsi machine would be. Any, you know, any wait, where would it? You you cut out just a little bit at there where it, it was. It's it's it, you it, saw it by an office building. You, you'd find these. So this one was in an old fire station, okay. but these kind of buildings aren't in like highly populated areas. You wouldn't find one in, a uni, in a, like a college university or anything like that. Yes. You would find one in an office building that doesn't really get a lot of, you know, it's not a high priority for them to have, you know. Their foot the, traffic. You're, go, you're talking about civic places where yes. foot traffic is a little lower and they would be okay um, allowing one of these episode one Anakin um, and Pepsi machines. Yeah, and Sebulba. You know, five time boon to Eve winner. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, chet, 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 Sebulba. <laughs> chet, chet, Sebulba. <laughs> a little smug. But, you know, fun fact in Anakin's dorm room in uh, the Clone Wars, he had a poster of Ben Quadraneros versus Sebulba. So not only was he, like, still a fan of pot racing. He owned uh, the, the newest Boon to Eve, and Ben Quadineros, who was last in the, the first one in The Phantom Menace, ended up becoming a top player. So good on Ben Quadineros. Hey, you know what? Ben, ben Quadineros, for a period of time, was the jester of pod racing and um, has since um, you know, become a king. And I, I maybe if there were to make new Pepsi Episode 1 dispensers, Ben Quadineros... As if it was upon Mount Rushmore, it belongs to be beside Racer Sebulba and Racer Anakin on that right, right, on that right. monument. I mean, I, I do think they probably have a few of these Pepsi machines. But yeah, like we said, in places where people didn't demand that they be replaced. Because I remember the one, there was definitely a, uh, a lot of Pepsi presence at Sunset Place. And yeah. all around South Florida malls like uh, Sawgrass, Aventura. Um, I remember... Pepsi, that was really when they became relevant after the whole, you know, Pepsi challenge. The next biggest and best marketing ploy was to team up with uh, one George Lucas. And so I remember in those South Florida malls a big presence of those uh, episode one Pepsi machines. Oh, no, they were definitely all over, and then they were they were replaced. They were almost hunted down like the Jedi themselves, and yes. uh, only a few ma- managed to survive. Order 67, that's uh, the order to uh, get rid of all the Pepsi machines of Anakin <laughs> and Sebulba. So, 
You know, once uh, the big execs said execute order 67, you saw them, you know, dropping off a little bit. But we'll find. I, I have no doubt. I mean, we honestly, we, I literally have a, a lead on one. If we had the funds, maybe, yes. we, need to go, maybe we need to go fund me uh, yes. at this point to uh, track that one down in Pittsburgh. It's right by a friend's house, actually. So. Well, I mean, you know, we, 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 have, we have before rallied to try to get Sean William Scott um, to play perhaps Paul Walker's cousin who joins the team in Fast and Furious. Maybe now a GoFundMe to get both me and Franklin out to Pittsburgh to find all archaeologically and sociologically, anthropologically, find and collect evidence as if we worked for the Library of Congress like we were those two brothers that went around recording um, all the blues songs in the 1920s so they wouldn't be lost to time. Um, we, we, we ourselves want to, um, you know, collect these wonderful artifacts um, for for future generations to know about, and for those who don't know the uh, the people who would uh, you know preserve these, this blues music, uh, another com- you know a comparison for maybe the bird brain, such as myself, we would be more like Nicolas Cage and the guy from The Hangover and uh, the National Treasure movies. Collecting, you're saying uh, that you're the saying that these people won't remember the the Lomax brothers who collected for, on behalf of the Library of Congress the Sun House and all these old old recordings that, that you think that maybe National Treasure and Benjamin Franklin Gates is a better touch point yes, than the Lomax a, brothers. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's it's a reflection maybe of myself. I suppose, but I, yeah, I, I think that's a better reference, unfortunately. Or maybe, just, maybe I'm not saying much for myself right now, so I'll stop. But it, just in case anybody was having difficulty relating, you know, again, I'm just trying to touch upon that audience who, you know, might understand that sophistication you're bringing upon. Well, you know, I would say another Order 66 are Johnny Rockets at malls are being oh. executed and removed as if it was in that that that. What was that movie with Julianne Moore where she flew into the sky and, uh, and it, 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 they're removing this from our brain? This is they're trying to pretend like Johnny Rockets wasn't the place to um, well get beat up. Actually, Johnny Rockets <laughs> became a very dangerous place. I remember um, in Miami Lakes and a few of these malls. Maybe that's why they're trying to take them out. But I think I think it brings in that '50s mindset, perhaps. Like you know, there's a lot of greasers, a lot of roughnecks, uh, Rico's if you're, roughnecks. If perhaps. you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna play some of the the these dangerous Jan and Dean songs, then expect uh, or <laughs> Beach Boys songs, and expect the riffraff to come around. Because <laughs> we all had an old saying: when you go to Johnny Rockets, they're gonna pick your pockets. <laughs> that was a legitimate <laughs> saying. It was a legitimate. <laughs> I feel like it was also like the first date high school spot as well. Like, okay, I've saved enough money to take uh, this girl out to Johnny Rockets. You know, I felt like that was her traditional first date spot. Well, yeah, of course you want to, you want to, you want to keep, you want to keep when you're not busy uh, fingering under the apple pie. Of course, <laughs> you want to, you want to keep. I remember a friends of ours were trying to always put on respect to try to always get them to dance on top of the counters as that was something briefly that they had to do what yeah. yes 
The, you, is this it, Coyote when, ugly? Yes, when when Respect came on at a Johnny Rockets, at all the all the people had to all the employees had to get on top of the counter and begin dancing uh, <laughs> uh, to the song, and it became sort of a thing where then you would sort of get the you get the really enthusiastic ones like I can't believe this is my job like wow <laughs> dude and like and and then you start getting the the lollygagging you know kind of kind of laissez faire. Um, a little better than this because they all had a choreography they had to do so you kind of get the one that was kind of half doing the two-step and the clap where the other ones were a lot more it's very interesting to to um you could kind of tell wherever where the 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 local politics um of the senate rotunda of johnny rocket stood where you could see the politics of their of their of their of their local branch by how they participated in the respect performance it's and not just that i mean i think you also see where each of these people individually are with their lives so to say so you might have somebody who feels that they are above this and there's maybe the person this is their first job so they're fully invested in getting that respct kind of thing going so i mean kudos to anybody who was invested in those performances i know anytime there was a birthday uh, a few Johnny Rockets, uh, a former Johnny Rockets employee was like, no, I went straight to the back there. I just hid out, and that was that, you know? So uh, we do need to preserve at least a neon sign from there. I'm not going to go full I, on I, for it. I mean, but... I, I'm actually thinking there should be, you know, if Johnny Rockets was nostalgia for the 1950s, then I almost want to create a new franchise that is has nostalgia for Johnny Rockets. <laughs> for I want a, I want a, a local diner where every song is R-E-S-P-E-C-T, you know? I want, you right. can't not listen to R-E-S-P-E-C-T, and I want paper hats, bigger, I want paper hats on top of paper hats, and recreate <laughs> the environment that I remembered from my early, to, late 90s, early 2000s experiences at Johnny Rockets. You know, nostalgia for that nostalgia, I think is an inception level three layers deep that we could really sell right now. That is three layers. Like, Happy Days is two layers because it was the 70s but they were doing the 50s kind of thing and and wonder years kind of the night it was it was you know recorded in the 90s and then you know but it took place in the 70s this would be an, an extra layer on top of that that would really yeah you be know a lot i just want to wanna, i just want to go to johnny johnny rockets rockets to you know just kind of relive my wild childhood of going to that 1950s nostalgia restaurant that i remembered you know it was <laughs> roller skates and car fast cars baby <laughs> was there any uh, murals to indiana jones there perhaps i mean i know I, i'm trying to think of that time frame i mean there would there be anything to honor the great professor but probably not necessarily but well i'm are you talking about crystal skull era indiana jones <laughs> yeah that's what um, i'm talking about no, specifically no, 20 no, years. Dog, no, dog. we're My not talking indiana jones is the 30s and the 40s dog no. and indiana jones chronicles dog <laughs> indiana jones chronicles on abc dog that's I what would... i rip I'm going to validate the Crystal Skull if it's the last thing I do. The prequels have already been validated. I want to validate the Crystal Skull. Maybe I need to go to the mall with some pamphlets just in case people haven't uh, heard the good word because Aliens and Indiana Jones, terrific idea. They're terrific. trying to scrub our nineteen our 1990s to 2000s, 1950s nostalgia <laughs> from history. Do you <laughs> see of... it happening? <laughs> <laughs> it really is unfortunate, but... I do still want to build a team. Back to DJ Qualls' road trip shirt. I still want to build a team with the finest people we can find. Each one in Ocean's yes. Eleven. 
this is this is a call to action yeah no this is a call to action we need the best of everyone to go in there i want someone that knows how to unlock um a locked door uh, <laughs> Can you I unlock need, a locked door? I, I need an actor so good that they could play a, 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 a Orlando out of work actor who is working <laughs> at a Planet Hollywood. This is the team that we need to assemble here. Uh, I need, I need someone who could clean a showcase glass case <laughs> and, um, and look very inconspicuous. Yes, doing and it. look uh, inconspicuous doing it. You know, this is going to be. The fu- this is our last hurrah, you know. When, <laughs> when we get this one, when we get this DJ Qualls heist going, and we get this tower heist, if you we will. Can, oh, we can stay <laughs> outside of the Bellagio and, and watch the fountain go. <laughs> if we, I cannot wait to stand there beside my brothers and watch the the. Um, no, I, no, we wouldn't be able to go to the Bellagio yeah. fountain. We'd be sure. at the Grove fountain, and, oh, okay. and yeah, we'd be at the, my sister mall, the Grove fountain, watching as or the Disney Spring Springs. We could we, still play Claire the Loon, though. I'll br- I'll put it on my phone. Yes, we'll I'll put t- it on. What well, you play it on your phone? I'll, it's I'll t- me, you, the 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 wonderful actor who will have to wear a mask, obviously, who, uh, <laughs> to get into Planet Hollywood. You don't want and, them to know who you are. Yeah, exactly. And the the glass case cleaner and the unlock the lock unlocker. The locksmith. Yeah. Th- yes, that's the that's what their code. That's what their code name will be. We'll all stand there by the Disney Springs. You put that song on your phone. And, that's my job. And I'll I'll be the I'll be the one. You know, and of course. The the big reveal of the DJ Qualls outfit is that it was double cross. It was well, and it, I will double cross you, and it will be under my tuxedo the whole time, the real one <laughs> that I will be wearing it the whole time. Are you going to be base jumping at some point? <laughs> and, yeah, no. The shot is me in a tuxedo. You you learn on the the phone on that the phone. I've double crossed you. You're holding the cell phone, and then it cuts to me. I'm on the other end of the cell phone, and uh. I I talk I I tell you I slowly put the phone down I drop it I open my 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 tuxedo like Superman underneath is the DJ Qualls outfit <laughs> and in the same shot it's all pulling back I take something from my back throw it out it's a parachute and I fall off the the the, the cliff of Splash Mountain as my <laughs> as my my parachute opens and I guide myself into a Miata where my girlfriend is driving and we both drive away. That's You're gonna escape in a two thousand three Miata with the DJ Qualls shirt. That's how we're that's how we're doing it. Well, well I, it's a so, good it's it's a good thing I'll have already composed the score at that point and spoken to the locksmith and saying, I don't trust this guy and oh. replace it with another Atari shirt. So there's eBay. three. Where how where are you gonna find all these deep how these unique Atari shirts that DJ? Well, how would you find it? There's only a few in existence. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, can't find I, you so many. Don't to dare be me to check on eBay right now. Do not dare me to check on eBay. There's gotta be one. There's gotta. So be wait, one. you so you're saying that the one I'm wearing is not <laughs> the actual one? No, I hope you enjoy it. Which check one am tag. I? Okay, so and you what see it's like you, a size large instead oh, of you know, small. That's, and you're like, 
it was a giveaway. The, the giveaway was the large. <laughs> you check the tag. We, because, of course, everyone knows that DJ Qualls famously wears a, a size <laughs> small shirt. This is known information to the public. They know his proportions. Yeah, I would. When I see. inch waist. When I see, when I see the L. When I see that it's not an S, the audience knows. They know. They don't need to be told that. They, yeah. It's a knowing nod. Like, ah, all right. Yes. All right. It's like Terry Benedict taking a look at his vault right there. And who would have been Terry Benedict right there, my man? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, Tess, there, man. Tess. Tess. My... <laughs> Tess would be gone. Tess would say, what's more important, me or the shirt? Tess is the one. The I have my own Tess who's driving who's driving the Miata, but you're saying that she is the one that double-crossed me if, but, she thinks on your team? You're putting too much value into that shirt, and you're forgetting the great thing you have with her and oh, the 2003 yes, Miata. you're right. You're right. This whole time, <laughs> Tess was teaching me that I was caring too much about the DJ Qualls. So it, she worked with you in order, but it really teaches me. So I'm not mad at her. I'm not going to do anything bad to her. I'm not no. going to. No. I'm not gonna slap her around as maybe I did in the beginning of the film, you know. And no, no. Now I learned my lesson. I realized it actually was good that I didn't get the shirt at all. Yeah. Maybe you can grow from it later, and we will take the uh, Gerard Butler Olympus has fallen together as a duo. Oh well, I guess that would be the Gerard Butler Olympus has fallen tuxedo. Would I guess have to be the tuxedo I'd be wearing too? That would be the double. <laughs> the double twist is that I ha- I wore that, and you know. Oh wow, this is great. Yeah. This is really this, this is, is I, well please let us let us know out there. We want all these double crosses to happen. So let us know if you're a really good um quote unquote locksmith because if, we're gonna And see, if you can't be trusted, that's that's even a plus for us. That's actually that's, good for us. That means, that so means meet us over at Disney out. Disney Springs tomorrow by the Pepsi machine, please, and we'll uh <laughs> We'll be there. We're there every day. So yeah, yeah. But so, we'll contact us in a secure line. At first. yeah, at at stealing stealing DJ Qualls' outfit at uh, <laughs> Orlando Orlando Civic Center dot net. Please. <laughs> that is our custom mailing address. Now we have to buy the domain. Unfortunately. Oh man. All right, let's do that now.